How does overthinking kill your tennis game? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't forget to enter our Twins of Miami live ball contest, where we're going to give away three lucky winners right here on the podcast on November 20th. Just check the show notes or log on to BackhandCity.com. All you need is your email, and it's free to register. Well, today's topic is how does overthinking kill your tennis game? And I know this is a common mental frustration with a lot of people in their life on and off the tennis court. And I think the one beautiful thing about tennis is it can really be beneficial to help people from solving the frustration of overthinking. And the beauty of tennis is it's a lot of decision-making that happens at a fairly rapid yet controllable pace. Uh, the good thing with golf and tennis is that you have to make these decisions. In golf, you tend to have to go for a long walk as you think about the shot you might have hit that didn't go where you want it to. And you have to change clubs and the environment changes and the wind's blowing and blah, blah, blah. With tennis, the beautiful thing is if you miss a ball, within seconds, you're going to have an opportunity to correct that error. So it's really great for decision-making, and it rewards people who are proactive and have a very positive mindset. So one of the things I'm going to do is go through three or four tips here to help you kind of wrap your head around overcoming overthinking. And I think the first thing is just to frame your expectation. I have one student I work with, and he hits a really good ball, and we'll get him going, and he'll hit 8, 9, 10, 11 balls in a row. And he's getting a really great workout. It's a great private lesson. He's feeling good. And then as soon as he misses that last ball, he wants to talk about it. He wants to talk about that last shot. And I brought him to that. I said, I really find it interesting that – you have all this success, and you want to talk about the one ball that you missed. And I think that really has to do with framing the expectation of what you want out of that time on the court. Whether you're taking a private lesson with me, or you're just playing with friends, or you're in a competitive match. You need to frame the expectation you have within yourself for that day. And I think that really puts yourself in a good state of mind. Number two. You need to understand the outcome. We're all there. We all have goals. They're really great to have, but you have to understand the outcome. And when you step on the tennis court, there is a chance of failure, right? You're either going to miss the ball or you're going to make it. Hopefully, with a little bit of training and practice, you're going to have more makes than you will misses. But understanding the outcome is you're playing a match. There's a 50% chance you're not going to win it. Okay, maybe you're the underdog and it's a little greater. Maybe you're the favorite and you're feeling anxiety on that level because you, quote unquote, should win. So understanding the outcome and enjoying the process and staying in the moment is really crucial. 
Now, failure, number three, is a big topic. A lot of people, like my example there, really want to focus on the ball they missed. And I think overthinkers tend to kind of hesitate and they're afraid to pull the trigger. And my answer to that is, would you rather hesitate and miss or just let it fly? Because you're going to learn more if you just let it fly, you relax, you make the decision, you pick out the target and see what happens. If you hesitate, you never really get off the diving board. But if you jump in the pool, you're going to have a reference point of how well it went. Did I hit my target? Did I rotate enough? And then you can go back and repeat it. You can really stack confidence off this proper kind of mindset. Now, there's a very popular expression. You've probably heard it, and it's called aim at nothing, and you will hit it every time. So my tip number four for people who struggle with decision-making is this. This is great to have these aims and goals. And yeah, of course, if you go on the court with no real plan, that's fine if you just want to get some exercise. But if you're somebody who really wants to get better, goals are important. So that's where the expression comes from. If you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. And there's a certain safety in knowing that, well, I didn't really try, so my expectations are in check. But eventually that's going to come back to, to haunt you because you do want to organically feel good about yourself. And the way you feel good about yourself is creating these goals and expectations and outcomes. And to reach them, you just need the proper mindset. Because if you use these three tips and you just layer in enthusiastic practice and rehearsals, you will get there. But the key is to not overthink and just pull the trigger. The beauty of our sport is if you make an error, there's another ball coming seconds away. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified for future episodes. I'm Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com, and we'll see you tomorrow on Find Your Aha Moment. That's when-